thanks sponsors, Top Spinini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hugging the Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Compsy.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. This is Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Here's another uh, one of the questions that we dealt with at the Hobby Content Creators Dinner recently at Kyle's Big Show. So thanks, participants. Thanks, listeners. And here it is. Mike's question was, what do you want your legacy to be as a content creator? Mike, once you motivate it, get it started, of what do you want? You have defined your lane really well, and you're an ambassador for that part of the hobby. Being a content creator for YouTube for nine years and podcasts, hey, this is truth. We all think about what do you want to do with your collection someday. I get people asking me that are outside of the hobby, why are you doing all this? What's the end game with that? As a content creator, I've started to think about that as well. What's the legacy I want to leave? Because hopefully content will be around long after I am, potentially. When Mike Moynihan is gone, what will they say about him in the hobby? And I hope it's positive. I hope it's, he helped me with this, or he was super hospitable in this situation, or whatever. And I, I want it to just be positive. I want it to be something that people, Why are you worried that it'd be negative? Because I don't see anything... I got plenty of direct messages that I can show you. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you're bullish on vintage? No, it's just, look, no matter who you are or how nice of it, like, again, when you're in content creation, you're putting out a a slice of you. That slice, there's a lot more to you than that slice, typically. People only see that slice. So they jump to conclusions, make assumptions about the kind of person you are and and this and that. Prophet of doom. And the prophet, one of the prophets of doom, that's right. But they don't see my entire life and what I do and the conversations I have with many in this room privately and just the texts I get randomly from people or direct messages that I help people. And that's fine. I don't want any kudos for that or anything. I'm going to be me as long as I'm authentic. Hopefully that comes across and that helps someone or influences someone. I want there to be a legacy of positivity for the hobby. The hobby's better off because Mike Moynihan was in it. That's at the end of the day. I, I want that to be said. There will be some that say, no matter what I do, I could cure cancer or solve all the breaker problems. And some people would still say Mike was a jerk for whatever reason that they want to feel that way. But I want the people that I care about what they, I care about what John Newman thinks about me. I don't care about random Joe out in the street that doesn't know me or anything. So, sorry, I'm getting going. Joe White. <laughs> no. I care about everybody. <laughs> Joe really does. But I want people to go, man, I'm glad Mike was a part of this hobby. He made a difference X in XYZ. Rob Viris, you've been doing content creation in different forms for 25 or more years. So you have, with, with a couple of exceptions, more experience than anybody else in this room in content creation. I'd say that, and then some. And then some. Because it's every single day. Yes. Um, we're creating some kind of content. And is your legacy Ryan? That's a great point. My son just turned 27. Ryan, he runs my business. He's doing a great job. It's one of those taboo subjects, I think, in the industry talking about secession plans and what happens when someone of a certain age gets sick or passes on, what happens with their inventory. And a lot of times they just go out of business. The wife's forced to do things, whatever. And my son really is my legacy, but he's absolutely amazing. How proud is your dad, too? Oh, yeah, my dad. dad has two generations. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a real blessing for sure. But I think... As an educator, more so than a retailer, I think I'd like my legacy to be someone that taught how to run a business where just was open, was 
wrote for Beckett, wrote for Krause, wrote for Card Trade, seminars everywhere. Now for the last two years being the card father and speaking truths and leaving the hobby in a better place. At the end of the day, I explain to people that there's really no shortcuts, but I will show you what we do all the time. You want to come in my store? I will take you on a tour of our warehouse. I will show you every aspect of what we do in the store. And if you could take something from that and you could make something of that with your own, then I want that to be my legacy that sprinkled some dust across the industry and made it a little bit better place. Mm-hmm. If you could only get that Italian restaurant back. Nah, it's, it's my downfall. John, do you think about yeah. this? Yeah, I think every time you turn the mic on, you're, you're leaving legacy, right? Those things will always be available when I'm not around, I'm assuming or hope so, right? So passionate, I think, uh, I, I try to think of what other people, rather than tell myself, right? Because passionate, genuine, caring, informative, willing to help people. Like I said, my personal cell phone number, call or text. Got a lot more car warranty calls since then. <laughs> um, but just be yourself, right? Like my grandfather said, if you be yourself, you don't have to pretend to be anyone else. What else? That's easy. And care. I think anyone that's listened to anything I say, they may not even agree with everything I say. That's fine. That's healthy at some points too, but no one should ever say John doesn't care about uh, the hobby. You know, I've, not, I've, done, I've been involved in hobby in some form or, or fashion since 1979 as a, as a seven-year-old kid when I got started. And so I don't think you do anything that long without caring or being passionate about it. I've been married 23 years. Uh, there's some caring and passion there. So I hope it speaks for itself. But, but like Dr. Beckett, Rich Klein, <clears throat> Y'all's influence in the hobby will go well beyond you. Hopefully that's not for a long time. No one talks about mortality than I do, except for John Newman. (laughs) (laughs) And then we we went on each other. And then we went together and did it. (laughs) So, thanks. I hope you're proud of what you've done for the hobby. And their own journey. I'm still on it. Maybe it's three years ago now when we had the dinners at your house. Yeah, yeah. And you were learning and discussing how you were going to begin. The podcast, I'm pretty sure, has evolved in ways you did not think it was going to evolve at that point. I think you wanted to do player, basically player. I had this, I had everything mapped out. (laughs) Nowhere close to that. I thought there's 300 baseball Hall of Famers and there's 300 football Hall of Famers. And we got through, we did Aaron and, uh, and Aparicio. Alexander Aparicio. <laughs> we, well, we did about well, five in the A's. I would appreciate Aparicio. Yes, I would. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we should be concerned, not to uh, wake up and get nervous concerned, other than thinking, are we going in the right direction? Are we on the right track? I think if you love something, then other people can learn to love something, too, because you share your love of something, so they can look at that thing a different way and think differently about it and it, their lives become more enriched because of it. Whatever you do really well, give it out to the world because the world will be better off for it. And everybody does something really well, they should identify that as quickly as possible so that the world can be better off for it. And you'll be better off for everybody else doing the same thing. I haven't been happier than I have in my entire life than I have been in the last three years focusing on this. I made a big change and I've done a lot to help Kyle and never asked for anything on it. For me, I wanna know that everything that I've touched and everyone I've consulted with, I've, help them be better and I've helped the hobby be better for the collector and I try to do that in everything that I do like when I work with some of these bigger companies I'm in there fighting 
to make sure they do the right thing for their collector. And I think we need more of that. You do, I appreciate you. Thank and you. And Mike, Mike tells a story. I always wanted, in a, went to, in a sense, to get into cataloging because collecting kit, when I was collecting, I began in the mid 70s, and it was a 62 master set I was doing. Card number 318 is in the checklist is action card eight. What the bleep is an action card eight? You could the sports corner store I see a card I know I've never seen before for the set it's Mickey Mantle in action why isn't anybody calling that card a Mickey Mantle card why is all the checklists saying action card 8 and I realized that's how rudimentary we were using the real checklist let's put the people's names in. it sounds simple nowadays and everybody does it but it wasn't being done back in the day back in the day and it's so simple to have everybody's name. The, the T206. It's simple after somebody does it. it always. The T206 sets just had last names. I know I, I missed a couple, I'm sure, when I put them in your books. You don't have numbers either. No, you don't have. Well, those we created because it made more sense for the database. But you don't have numbers. And you want to create, as Jim would say in the very first issue, order out of chaos. Mm -hmm. But it, that's a legacy. That's, that's a legacy. Sure. For sure. And that was something where I'm still doing cataloging. And I still want to make it easier for people to do their work. When I started changing how ComC did what we called continuation lines back in the day, I moved it to a different place. And, and I got an email from one of our biggest supporters. Why? And I said, because it's easier for me to read it. <laughs> I said, that's personal. That makes my life easier. For, I don't know. And, and it's the same impact for everybody else. And I think it improved the product. But again, more information to the public. And I'm a big fan of that. It doesn't mean I'm hyping anything. It's just that it's more informative. What's your legacy? My legacy is that I get along with you. Cop out. Wait, what was that? What was that? <laughs> that one. That's true, but... My legacy is, is seriously, it's the cards for kids I did in the 90s. It's the synagogue show, all the stuff. I've done. There were several people who came up to me this weekend and mentioned how much we appreciate the synagogue show, how much fun we've had at it. There were people who used to come to my monthly show that tells me how much they enjoyed that because I wanted everybody just to have a relaxing time. And you've put others first. Yes. For ever since I've known you. Yeah. That's a wonderful quality. And uh, if that's your legacy, that's part of your. But you've done it with a lot of intellectual firepower yeah. and, and bringing your unique brain to. Yeah these situations where you put things in a better... You brought order out of chaos too, Rich. That's all I'm saying. Dr. Oh. Beckett, what do you want your legacy to be? When you're gone, what do you want people to say about you? You have no control over that. <laughs> One of the things I'm thinking, I'm going to have a thousand podcast episodes. And so that'll be not an autobiography, but there's enough stuff in there that people can know a little more than they would have without that about what was going on in the early days of collecting, in the early days of our company, and even recently. And I'm enjoying that. So it's a story that's still being told. And if I thought I'd done enough or said enough, I'd probably stop. And I'm not ready. I'm still enjoying interviewing a, a bunch of different people. And uh, Rich is always a, a hoot. So <laughs> it's great. And so I don't need to necessarily retire from that. But uh, nobody lives forever. It's for others to the obits. And I guess people can write their own obits. They have written their own yeah, Not a good idea to work on that. John knows I'm a radio guy. And a lot of radio is long gone. Unless somebody saved an air check, it's gone. Yeah. 
and there's a lot of it gone. One thing about what we do is that as long as certain things are out there, it's eternal. It stays forever. Now, that's what we're all doing. You can say what you think you want people to think, but people can evergreen. They can go back to your 70s card show whenever and enjoy it. And they can't think, well, that was, he did that in, in 2022. That's not relevant anymore. Baloney, it's your perspective. And so that's well, going to be part of your legacy, too. Well, Ken, you've done episodes uh, with Herman that include things like discussing barbecues and farm animals and chickens. And chickens. Chickens. <laughs> chickens. chickens. What? Yeah, focus is not an ally <laughs> on that show. You're talking about legacy, and I'm just over here like I'm completely small potatoes. But basically, I just want people to enjoy it. We do a live stream on Mondays. And some of the most fun is the John's in there in the live chat that Steph has started hopping into the live chat that Brad sometimes is in the live chat I guess I shouldn't speak for Herman but I think we just do it it's fun for us it gives me somebody else to talk to cards about other than my wife and we have a good group of guys and gals that join us and they seem to enjoy it and I had a good time talking to them that's about all I can for most pe people their legacy of what we're talking about is in third place and they basically have their family legacy then they have their career legacy and this is a hobby legacy now for several of us the career and hobby and even family can weave together that's powerful but it's daunting as well you want to make the most of the years you have many side hustles in this hobby isn't it's it? it's right. the greatest side hustle hobby in the world